Welcome to the Secrets of Supermom show, where we explore how successful, hey, hey, busy moms battle overwhelm, beat burnout, show. and stay happy we in the process. I'm your host, Lori Oberbreckling, wife, mom of four, corporate executive, photographer, and author of the book Secrets of Supermom, how extraordinary moms succeed at work and home, and how you can too. You are probably already doing all sorts of hard things in your life right now, if you really think about it. Um, parenting is hard. Uh, climbing the career ladder is hard. Building a business is hard. Going back to school is hard. We will never truly be successful and truly happy if we cannot navigate hard things. But how do we do it, right? How do we come through a hard season with really more grit and determination than we've ever had? How do we thrive instead of barely survive it? How can we learn to make it through, but also make that journey really count? And as we wade through those struggles that we've never had before and challenges that we've never encountered, how can we come out on top? So today we are going to talk about 10 steps that we can use to walk through any challenge. Number one, acknowledge that the situation or the choice is hard and you can do hard things. Okay, deciding that the situation is hard, but you are going to do it anyway is the first step. Maybe this hard thing that you're going through is not actually your choice. Maybe it's a loss. Maybe your hard thing is something that you chose, like starting a business with four small kids at home, (laughs) like me. Uh, Maybe you're going back to school to get a PhD and you have a baby. Either way, acknowledging that this is going to be hard allows you to summon that courage to get through it. It's okay to say this is going to be hard because you, my friend, can do hard things. Number two, accept that you might feel stressed, overwhelmed, or emotionally drained. The hard and emotional and stressful and tumultuous, all these things in our life, they're not easy and they can certainly bring all sorts of big emotions, but they're worth it. Accept that these emotions might come up for you and make a plan to address them. So when we fail to think about how feelings might come up for us in a situation, we fail to plan for them. So what that means is when we fail to plan for them, they may derail us and derail us completely possibly. So we might have these emotions come up and make bad choices. We may default to things that make us feel better that are not necessarily helpful. Things like getting lost in social media, things like drinking too much, things like procrastinating, things like eating a whole gallon of ice cream. So an easy way to plan for wild emotions is to use the when I feel I will strategy. So what does that mean? What is that? Uh, what, what, I mean, what do I mean by that? Uh, some examples are when I feel, so when I feel I will, when I feel overwhelmed, I will pause and focus only on my breathing for five minutes. When I feel scared, I will take a walk with my dog. When I feel stressed, I will write in my journal. So you can see when I feel whatever it is that you think might come up for you, I will, and you're coming up with a plan to do when you feel that way. And you can write these in your journal. You can put these in your workbook. And what happens is that when you start to feel that way, you then say, ooh, I have a strategy for this. You look at your workbook or you look at your piece of paper or you look at your journal and you say, yes, this is what I decided I would do when I was in this situation. And you have a plan so you don't have to think, you can just act. Okay, number three is realize your thoughts. 
So not only are these wild emotions going to come up during this hard journey that you might be going through, but wild thoughts are going to come up as well. Our thoughts control our feelings, but they also control our actions. So when we allow ourselves to simply react, if we have a thought and we simply react with that emotion uh, without actually understanding the thought behind it, we can start to feel a little bit out of control. So the goal is really when realizing your thoughts, the goal isn't to judge your thoughts. It is really just to identify them. So thinking, okay, I'm having this emotion. What thoughts am I having that go along with it? When you identify these thoughts, you can then determine that emotion and really decide if that thought is worth keeping. So is the thought you're having about that emotion, so maybe you're feeling super overwhelmed or stressed and you're thinking, what are my thoughts behind this? Is that thought true? Is it helpful? Uh, so you get to then decide, is this thought true? Is it helpful? Is it worth keeping? Or is it really something that's hurting more than helping? And then you get to decide if you're going to change that thought or if you're going to keep that thought. All right, number four, understand that this is your hard thing and no one else's. You do you. Sometimes you need to put on your blinders. So what does that mean? Sometimes you need to put your head down and do your thing the way you do it. Not the way that your mom would do it or the way that your husband would do it or the way your best friend would do it or the way your friend down the street would do it or that a mom from school would do it. Sometimes you don't need a second opinion or a third opinion or anyone else's opinion. You just need to reach inside, find that strength inside, find that courage inside and move forward. You get to decide how you're going to navigate this hard thing. You get to decide the thoughts that you're going to think and the feelings that you're going to allow yourself to feel. You don't have to do the things the way someone else would do them. You do you. Uh, if you are struggling with trying to make all the people happy all the time and you're feeling like you can't do you, go back to episode three. In episode three, we talk about confidence and especially about people pleasing. So that one will help you. All right, number five is find support. So this, these seem to be counterintuitive, right? We're, we're saying you do you, don't, don't focus on other people, but find support. Just because you don't have to follow other people's instructions or do things the way that they would do them does not mean you don't need them at all. You will need support on your journey. If you are doing a hard thing, if you are encountering a challenge, you will need the support of other people. So these people might be different during different parts of your journey. Your person who walks with you through those really rough patches might be different from the person that is cheering you on when you make strides forward. And that's okay. You might find it's the same person and that's okay too. Your person might be a spouse. It might be a friend. It might be a sibling, but maybe it's also not. Sometimes the people that are really close to us, those people that know us so well and are our biggest loves are not always our biggest supporters. They really want to protect us they don't want to see us struggle. And sometimes that turns into a lack of support because they don't want you to be in a bad spot. They don't want you to be in a struggling spot. So you might find out that you're better off with support from someone like a counselor or a therapist or a coach. The goal is that in your journey, you do not feel alone. Okay, number six, prioritize physical wellness. In episode six, we talked about the secret of health and the impact of our physical health on our mental abilities. Research shows that the highest performers, those that are managing challenges really well, are also the healthiest. They exercise more often. They have a specific exercise regimen most often. They eat better. They choose foods wisely. They know what makes them feel like garbage, and they know what makes them feel amazing. They know the impact of sleep and rest. 
They manage their stress in order to better cope when something unexpected comes up. So if you can do nothing but prioritize the health of your body, you will see that everything comes easier. Hard things will not be quite as hard when you have that healthy body and that healthy mind. Okay, number seven is find joy. Next week, ooh, next week, ah, I'm so excited for this one. Next week, we are going to do a deep dive into happiness. It is probably my favorite chapter in the book. I am super excited, so stay tuned. But we are going to dive much deeper next week. Until then, I want you to think about this statement. In all things, a positive can be found. True? You think so? You think that that's the case in all things a positive can be found? I think that most of the time this is true. So you can look at something and certainly find the things that are challenging. But can you find a silver lining? Did you learn something from the experience? Did you meet someone new? Did you figure out a process you've never done before? Did you challenge yourself in a way you've never have have challenged yourself? Did you simply survive the situation to tell the story? So look for that joy, look for those positives, look for that silver lining when the challenge feels like it really might not be worth it, because at some point you might just feel that way. And finding that joy, finding that positive might be that one thing that that keeps you going and gets you through. All right, number eight. Number eight is break it down. So we have to remember that hard things are a million tiny actions, not one big leap. Think about how life is going to look at the end of your challenge. What is going to be different? Will you have a new job? Will you have a new sense of freedom? Will you have a feeling of peace, depending on what your hard thing is? And then you can work backward. Break it down. Break it down into the smallest steps and make it feel manageable and doable. It helps you feel like you can handle it instead of becoming overwhelmed by the enormity of the challenge or the hard thing you might be going through. All right, number nine, take the first step. You, you've identified the steps. Your mindset is right. Your health is prioritized. And now it's time to just start. Take that first step. Do the first thing on the list. Make the first tiny leap. It is time. Since the first step is often the hardest, getting yourself in motion by choosing something small makes you more likely to take that step two, more likely to take that step three, more likely to take that step 47, depending on where you are in your journey. And our last time, number 10, celebrate your wins, even if they're small. So it is time to celebrate. If you are walking through a hard thing, remember that you also deserve to enjoy the successes. You deserve to make that journey count. It is impossible to do hard things and keep going without taking a moment to realize those wins. You cannot maintain that necessary level of drive and perseverance if you don't recognize how amazing that you actually are for doing whatever it is that you're doing, doing that hard thing. Okay, let's review. We have gone through all 10 items. So let's review all of our steps. Number one, acknowledge that the situation or choice is hard. It is a hard thing and you can do hard things. Number two, accept that you might feel stressed, overwhelmed, or emotionally drained. Number three, realize your thoughts, realize those thoughts that are causing those emotions. Number four, understand that this is your hard thing and no one else's, so in the cases where you need it, you do you. Number five, find support. Number six, prioritize physical wellness. Number seven, find joy or something positive. Number eight, break it down. Number nine, take that first step. And number 10, celebrate those wins, even if they're little. So as you know, 
In every episode, I share one small thing that you can do right now to get started. And right now, you can decide your one hard thing. What is the one hard thing you want to conquer this summer or this year? Or on the flip side, what are you doing or going through right now that just feels really hard? Why is it hard? What is, what is it? Acknowledge that sometimes things are just going to be hard. Maybe they're even going to be unfair. So decide what that is. Write it down and look at it every day. And when you decide, okay, I am ready to start digging through this hard thing, start going through those steps from the episode and making little strides forward. So there was a lot that we talked about today. If you need a way to keep track of this, the Secrets of Supermom workbook has all of these steps in it. And you can get that at secretsofsupermom.com forward slash SOS workbook, Secrets of Supermom workbook, SOS workbook. And it walks you through all the steps as well as all the other activities in the book. So you get a little bonus there Um, and it's free. So go grab it if you think that will help you. And in the meantime, get very excited for next week's episode because I'm super excited about it. It is sure to be a favorite. I will see you next week, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Supermom show. It doesn't have to end here. Head over to secretsofsupermom.com and take the quiz to find out your personalized supermom superpower. Or if you want to hang out in the next best thing to real life, join me at Secrets of Supermom on Facebook or Instagram. Big hug, y'all.